All right, go ahead. Are we on it? <laughs> yeah, we're on, we're on it. Okay, let me get rid we're of We're on it right now. Frank's bullshit here. Well, come Frank. on board. Come on board, Frank. Frank, if you didn't watch uh, John Carpenter's Pro-Life, which changed from, look over me here, 2006, and now it's 2007, according to IMDb. It, really? Apparently, it changed on me here. Oh, I need to get rid of the What year was Cigarette Burns? 2005? Bloom. So, cereal, or cigarette burns, rather, was... That'd be 2005, then. I don't even give a shit. I don't know. You're, you're not wrong. It's Mick Garris. I love you. The show. I get the idea and why it would be fun. But if you don't have money, it, it... This episode felt like a Twilight Zone episode from 2002. Boring as shit. Except, except for really graphic violence. His episode when it was, is... When it was shown... 2005 December episode? 16th no cigarette burns yeah this, this is um, March 20th of 2007 let me put the intro here it's a bomb he's got a bomb welcome to true, LAW John Carpenter review episode 25 spoken. Masters of Horror 205 pro-life from 2007 not 6 um, Phoenix West. Take, take it. Yeah, this will be a very, very short one. Because <laughs> what the fuck do we have to talk about here? It's 57 minutes long. Yeah. It it's feels really... like a three and a half hour movie. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I can't. Okay, you read John. But it really? just wasn't. It, I thought it was going to be really bad. Because I think I was confusing it. With Joe Dante's homecoming episode, which was about um, nine or nine eleven guys or, or Afghanistan soldiers that came back and they were zombies, something like that. I never saw it, but I saw the trailer for it. And I think I always confuse that episode with this episode for some reason. Joe Dante, what? Joe Dante. It's called. I think it's called Homecoming. He did uh, the second season. He did uh, uh, Homecoming, Master of Horror. That's what it was called. Oh, Master. It was of Joe Horror. Dante. Yeah, Joe Dante episode, and I think that's where I was getting the confusion. So that's episode 106. So oh. that's the first season. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have these all. Maybe we should talk about this eventually on an anthology series review. I hope not. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, it's like they handed in like the first drafts of whatever scripts they had from people who were like us in film school. Like, uh, and they're like, yeah, fucking produce this, master director. It doesn't matter it's how like, great of a director you are. If you have the worst dog shit script, it doesn't fucking matter. And it's just like what John Car- or what John Landis said in that interview with Mick Garris from the 80s, where it was John Landis, John Carpenter, and David Cronenberg. What a weird trio that was. Like, John Carpenter and John Landis were funny. Dave Cronenberg was just so up his own ass. Like, oh, you know, yeah. David Cronenberg's annoying. I hate David Cronenberg. He's just a weirdo. Like he's like, like he got some good points talking about cinema, but at the same time, he's like, okay, get off your high horse, dude. You're a genius. We all know you're a genius. Whatever. Is he? No, he's not. He's the first Rob Zombie director. Great. I like to, I like to make um, movies about you know body horror. And it's a pussy, but it's it's not a pussy. It's a VCR for a tape. And you put the tape in the VCR pussy, and I wanted to do that in Videodrome. He has three movies that are not 
the body horror, and I love two of them, and one of them I really enjoy. I love Dead Zone. So that's the one I'm saying I really enjoy. Yeah, I love Dead Zone. I, I think that's one of my favorite movies. But I it's not body Eastern horror. Promises. I know. Eastern Promises, History of Violence. Yeah. Eastern Promises, History of Violence. Yeah. And then yeah. and it, The Fly and to... Uh, Fly, I don't remember. I think, And I've seen Dead Ringers. Video drama. Dead, Dead Ringers becomes a body horror at the end. And there's uh, there's illusions to it, but it's not Crash. like a whole lot. Crash is a fucking wacky movie. Um... Uh, what was the other one? The first one. I have not drums, seen Cosmopolis, drums. and I have not. Cosmopolis seen... is just boring. I did see his one before Cosmopolis. What was that called? With John, John? No, uh, it's got Julianne Moore and John Cusack and oh, Lindsay Star, Lohan. Ma- Maps Star, to the Stars. Like... I saw that, yeah, and it was that bored was out of my fucking mind. Yeah, I heard that one's terrible. I was so bored. I'm curious to see Existence. Yeah, that was like nineteen ninety nine. I want to see that one because it's supposed to be pretty good. That's that what I hear. Yeah, but surprisingly good. So I need to watch that one. Uh, it's just I think it's the Jude Law factor. That's but why it, I never watched it, it. Jude Law factor and the fact that it's the most nineties title ever. Yes, for a guy who's not like yeah. the the person of the time. You know what I mean? He's he's like yeah. he's always in the wings, and here he is as the most nineties title ever. Existence with X's. It's, is that on uh, Amazon right now? Existence. Oh God! It, it I do is, hear it is uh, decent though. I paid for it two ninety nine, and I do want to see uh, Videodrome because I've never actually watched it. Well, hell, it's got a great cast: Jude Law, Ian Holm, William Dafoe, um, Christopher Eccleston, Sarah Pauly. Yeah, but look up the cast of Maps of the Stars. Yeah, I saw that. It's like John Cusack giving these deep yoga poses to uh, Julianne Moore, and like he finishes them, you know, like. Uh, and it was like, oh, oh, by the I way, my sh- husband might be murdered. It's like, oh, what? That what? What? Okay. David Cronenberg uh, directed forty, directed forty six film. He's acted in thirty eight films. I don't want to put the man down as saying like he's all bullshit. I'm just saying, not my style, not my cup of tea. Shit, he's in a but he's in slasher. He's halfway there to David Lynch. He's in slasher. The TV show? Yeah. The Canadian characters he plays character Spencer. What season? Eight episodes. Eight episodes says, of it? Says eight episodes, Spencer. Okay. David Cronenberg Slasher. I'm curious now. He's in Alias Grace. He's in he's in a bunch of stuff as an actor. It's kind of weird. I know he was in uh the, oh, he was in Alias. He was in the Alias. He's in Jason X. I remember watching that and going, Oh, and I explained to my wife who David Cronenberg was, so I remember that. Same yes, thing I did with uh, also... uh, Peter Bogdanovich when we were watching Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, he's the yeah. director who's an actor in a role. I go, okay, that's Peter Bagdanovich. He's a director. I don't like his movies that much. And now he's dead. Yeah. And that's my story with Peter Bagdanovich. David Cronenberg was in a movie called a little film that we've talked about on the show, The Stupids. Postal Supervisor. He's in The Stupids. A movie which, if a, if a jury of his peers voted guilty, would not exist. 
And you know what I'm saying here. Because that's a John Landis movie. From oh, that's right. He was, he was in Into the Night as well. From 96. Another um, Landis movie. So if a, if a jury of John Landis's peers would have said guilty, we would not have the stupids. No, we would not have had the stupids. But we also wouldn't have had Innocent Blood. We wouldn't have had Blues Brothers 2000. I've never seen it, and I never will. I've never seen it. I, I can't do it. I'm I don't watch do comedy sequels. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. No way. I tell you, this this one one genre I can't. I feel I consider that a genre unto unto itself. Comedies are one genre. Comedy sequels are a different genre. Right. It's like the most desperate thing you'll ever fucking see. Which I think is why I hate Bad Boys Two because I consider Bad Boys a, a comedy. Right. So Bad Boys Two, I consider a desperate comedy. It's very scary. And that's why I don't like it. But anyway, pro life. It's a really simple story. It's a, it's a Masters of Horror episode. It felt like a Twilight Zone 2002 episode to me. It, Just the way it was yes. shot. It's so poor. It's yes. so blandly shot, which yeah. is surprising because John Carver is a pretty good visual director. He just didn't care. It was just, this was for money. This was like. I, no, I don't think it was. Crazy. I think it was a favorite of Mick Garris. That's really. I like Maybe, Mick Garris. Yeah. Here's. Okay, I'll do an episode. No, okay, another one. Fine. Yeah. What, what script? Yeah. Oh, this one sounds like Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, I'll do that one. I really feel like that's what it was. Here, Mick. Yeah. And I, I don't begrudge either one of those gentlemen anything. Yeah. That's what it was. It wasn't Assault on Precinct. It was basically every single John Carpenter movie in one mo- in one, uh, one hour show. Because it, it had was. the thing in there. It had the Prince of Darkness theme in there. It had um, Big Trouble Little China in there. And I'm pushing. I'm Did, it? Kind of pushing Did it. it? No, not really. But I love the father. The, the father character of who's there? Ron Perlman. Fucking here because you, no, no, no. The father, the other father character who dragged his daughter there because she oh, got yeah, pregnant. Yeah. And he's like, we're here because of your mistake, you stupid fucking bitch. Yeah, you, you called her a cunt, mouth. didn't he? He was Tony Soprano. Yeah, Oh, it's hilarious. You fucking and then cunt. The, and then the women that are in there, like the nurse and the, the... None of these people have... Like, it's so weird. All these characters... There's a lot of characters in this episode, yet they do nothing. Nothing happens to them. Well, the problem they is... Just, it's so bizarre. This whole episode, really, just nothing happens. It's kind of lame. The problem is... he set John Carpenter's like, I'm going to set this up like one of my movies... Oh, I have half an hour less than I usually do. And half the what budget. the? And I normally don't focus on my characters too much because I'm John Carpenter. Yeah. What the fuck do? We, oh, they just get killed at one point where Ron Perlman's youngest son is like, yeah. I can't do this, and he has a shotgun right. outside when they storm yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the. We'll get to the plot in a second here, but he's outside and he he shoots the dad in the stomach, and the dad's like, "You killed me," and he's like, blows, blows his fucking head off. Yeah, it's super Cuts. Violent. You never wow. see that youngest son or that daughter and mother again. No, no, you see the youngest son. He comes back. He goes into the, he, but, he's in there. Okay, so did he, he kill? Eaten. No, he gets eaten by the monster. But did he again. kill the rest of that family or no? We don't know. We don't know. We I don't know. Whatever think so. you like. Yeah. Because the, the, this is what I noticed. All the violence comes from the humans, not from the monster. So there's yeah. all the monster kills are off screen. 
I don't think that's stylistically chosen. I think that's out of budgetary reasons. I think it's both. I think it was we had no choice but to do this. So just say, yeah, I did this because of this. But that's budgetary. That's not stylistically chosen. Well, Because they spent all that money on that baby monster, the baby crab. It looks like Sid from Toy Story made that fucking thing. So bad. It's so cheap. Okay, so. It wasn't even disturbing. It wasn't cheap. They're trying to do the thing creature and it did not work at all let's do a little tag method here i'll say tag when i want you to take over for describing the plot here so starts off there's a girl running in the woods she's scared she's running on you and it's like slow motion dream like that's when you know you're in trouble is when slow motion dream like in the beginning oh no no honestly i was fine then and then it cuts to the most 2002 couple ever yes and by the way can i say that you're ceiling matches with the background of us right now so fucking well is it really look your ceiling here going into the background with above the eyes the little oh okay you see it well hey enjoy it this is the last time you'll see it because new location next show you know sure it's, I'm, I'm i'll be yeah I'll five, be five years now you no I'll be, I'll be in the house like I, the internet's going to be in the house on Monday, so I got no choice. I have to be in the house for the internet. You better have Nick Cage in the fridge behind you in that new house. That's all I can say. Be, the fridge is in the kitchen. It's all different. You There'll better be have Nick Cage behind you. You will not see the kitchen. I better see Nick Cage though. Oh, it's going to be hard. I don't know where. To I put hand him. drew that for you. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I don't know where to put him. It's going to be difficult because the, the the office isn't set up yet. It's Tape him to the goddamn months. wall. I don't care. The wall's too far because I'll be. I'll probably be set up in the living room where the fireplace is. Even better if he's really small in the background. I'm probably, I'll, I'll put him on the fireplace panel and see what happens. Frame maybe him. you can see him. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I'll send you a Nick Cage frame, which is just different <laughs> Nick Cages screaming all around. Ooh, you, <laughs> like, oh, that's fantastic. I wish I had that. I'll, Actually, I wish someone I'll would put, make that to me out of wood. I, I would put my family photo in that one. Yeah. Came with a frame my, family. My, I don't give a shit. Came with the frame. It came with the frame. So, uh, she's running, and then I was like, "It cut." I was like, "Oh no, here we go." It's like it's a dream. Maybe it's it's clearly like a cold open. Oh no, it's not, because then no. we cut to the most 2002 couple I've ever seen. Even though it's 2007 here. Yes. But I was like, this reminds me of 2002 for some reason. Because of the Twilight Zone, I'm telling you, and this was a 2002 Twilight Zone episode. I will not disagree Just- with you. With graphic violence. And the girl, the guy looks like every guy from that era, and she looks like Rose McGowan. I'm like, this is she so did. fucking she dated. Like, she looked like an emaciated Rose McGowan. Yeah, you know, you know, halfway through being married to Marilyn Manson, Rose McGowan sort of thing. Rose McGowan used to have big titties. Would you fuck me for blow? Dun, 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 dun. Did you listen to the new album at all? Of, uh, of Blood Hound um, Gang. No, I listen to the new album. By the way, when I say new, I was looking at the year. So and I was like, ten years ago. Oh, that's seven years ago, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, there you go. But it's like it's a dance album. Like it's all dance music. Interesting. No, every every album they do is different style of music. Okay. And this I'm like this one. I'm like, oh, it's dance music. It took me like three listens to to go. All right, they don't give a shit about the actual genre. It's just them making because one of them's like. You gotta be fucked up to want to sleep with me. What kind of woman want to sleep with me? <laughs> <laughs> when you get your panties lower, lower than your self esteem, I'll, I'll do what your mommy did to make your daddy leave. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. 
They are funny. They Dude, are funny. you got to listen to that album, like, that's front good. to back. It's, it's, when you hear the dance music, just listen to the lyrics. That's all I can say. Right. Yeah. yeah no, I love funny. Bloodhound Gang. So, Bloodhound Gang is fun. I, I do. You, you turned me on to them, uh, school, uh, In film school. Uh, film school, yeah. Yeah. Cause that, cause originally they're like, they're that band that does the fire water, you know, I'm getting at the motherfucker. motherfucker burn, but me and my friend Zach from high school and middle school actually were like super into that band. We're like, they're actually funny like all the way through. Yeah. So we got into them further, and then the next album came out. And we're like, yeah. oh, they're actually. And they changed the music a bit. That's when the Chasey Lane came in. So yeah, keep going with it. You remember when they had their uh, their uh, MTV Cribs episode? They went to no. their house. <laughs> no. There's an MTV Cribs with Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> is it really? It's pretty funny. Is it just like a mom? Yeah, it's like a trashy yeah. like, <laughs> giant house in the Midwest somewhere. Where it's just like, no, they're from the Pennsylvania. 50, they live in 50,000 acres, but it's like a shitty house with a bunch of different shit. It's pretty funny. Definitely but a I joke. Apparently, Cribs... About ninety percent of that was all lies and bullshit. Yeah. And the only real episode that ever aired was the Red Man episode, where it showed his co- his condo or his uh, his townhouse, and it was like a shitty little townhouse, and like I don't know where he's from either, like back east somewhere. Maybe it was Philly. I don't remember. I think but Red I Man's know. like Cleveland. Maybe. I don't and know much about like, him though. It was just this shitty, shitty townhouse, and he's just like a suicide cribs. And like, there's like, this place is a oh, mess. Oh, Newark, Tony Soprano there land. There you go. Yeah, there you go. It made it was just funny. And I guess they said that was all real. That was really his place. And they even told him. They said, you know what? Do you want us to shoot somewhere else, and we can make it look like your place? He goes, no, man, I don't want to lie. That's pretty much what happened. But that no, it wasn't that simple for sure. They were like, no, no, we're gonna go. And he's like, fuck, you. like that's probably what happened because most people will go, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah. So if he said no, he said no 10,000 times. And then I guess uh, Robbie Williams, he used uh, Jane Seymour's estate. It wasn't even his house. And a lot, a lot yeah. of the rappers that would show off all their cars, I guess those were all rentals. J- all Jay Leno's? They all they had brought them in from collectors, and none of them were theirs because they couldn't afford them. Because well, in all honesty, they weren't that rich. They were just it was all pretend. But you get like, that, you know, they could have done cribs for, here's Jay Leno. That yeah. that would be a fun episode, but they he's not black, so he's not I in that culture. That, so I think Jay Leno did do a cribs, and they showed his car collection. I'm pretty sure the dude has a, like a ten thousand foot warehouse. Yeah, just, no, he's, just he's, cars he's and motors, yeah. like old. Like as much as I don't agree with Adam Carolla a lot, I still love the man. But he 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 uh, he's friends with Jay Leno. And he talks about his car collection. How like he right. went in there, he's like, oh, it's like a fucking museum. You just get lost in there. Like that, yeah. He's like, I. Him and Jerry Seinfeld, big car collectors. Yeah, Seinfeld is very specific. He only likes uh, Porsches. Porsches, and he likes the. He doesn't want any tops on his car. Yeah, because he does drive uh, <laughs> yeah. European cars. Because I saw him in co- coffee with co- uh, comedians with coffee. Yeah. Or whatever. He's in a different car. Those but all his they're cars. all convertibles. Yeah. Like you don't have a top on one one car, Jerry. Come on, you live in New York. Like I don't want a car. It gets cold there. One. We do Not our like show the in the show. summer. It's fine. Drive in the summer. I don't care. Yeah, it's uh. I used to go out with a really young girl who had giant titties. Remember that? Nobody remembers that. She was like twelve years old, and he dated her for like ten years. I mean, uh, nobody Shoshana, remembers that. Shoshana Lowenstein or something. He was 
when Seinfeld was hot, he was going out with this 16-year-old girl who had the biggest tits Elvis. in the world. He's the Elvis thing. Yeah, but this woman, she looked like she was 25. She didn't look young. She, she I did. Like she, she was uh, pretty hot. Okay, last thing we'll get talk about, and then we'll get back to pro-life. Nope. Elvis again. Yes. I'm not saying we'll stick with pro-life the whole way through. I'm just saying yes. we'll get back to it for a, a couple sentences, and then we'll sure. you know detour like we usually do. But the Elvis movie, I saw someone goes, I saw some recent like people who've seen it, and their, their reviews were like, this is not Elvis. Like, come on. Like, the new Elvis, Elvis, Elvis is a fucking monster. Yeah, the new one. Elvis, oh, this, new actually, Elvis this actually relates to our last episode, which was episode 24, yeah. the Elvis one. Yeah. But they're like, this is not Elvis. Like, he wasn't just like, hey, 14-year-old girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he would go back and fuck them and then not fuck his wife because she wasn't 14. Like, well, that's the Elvis we all said, knew. I don't think he fucked them. He just liked the idea. Of them. But... The point is, he wasn't he, like, he, he yeah, wasn't he like, like, yeah. Yeah. Because there is a story where he didn't like intercourse. He just liked the He's Ralphie. He's Ralphie from the Sopranos. That's what it is. He doesn't even fuck me no more, Tony. He doesn't fuck. At one point, put, put melted candle wax in his balls and punch him. Yeah, <laughs> he went in the room that and finish chick, yourself off. That shit was, <laughs> was hot. I, I love liked that. Her when she, I liked her when she was negative. I love the fact that he gets killed over a horse. A horse. You eat five pounds of sausage a day, you fuck, fuck. And that's the last thing he says. And that's, yeah, he's, <laughs> but that's a great fight. He sprays in that rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he his, his eyes are red the whole episode. Yeah, and, and he has to explain to Christopher, I came over. Yeah. And it's like, Christopher, I love the relationship where he lies to Christopher, but Christopher clearly knows the truth. He's like, so you got, uh, all right. Yeah. It's not on the show anymore, right? Christopher's dead. Yeah. Okay. He just, he just killed him like right before I came upstairs to start recording. Okay. So you're, you're caught up there. I thought he died earlier than that. I thought he was okay. So they they stayed quite a bit in there. So what I told you is the reason I started watching the show is Mucka and Pierre Leone. I love that guy. I love that actor. And now yeah, he's yeah. dead. And luckily, it's the end of the show. I can just like ride out these well, last what, few and episodes. Then, and then he 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 uh, does the voiceover in the movie. Oh, really? It's Michael. It's his character from Beyond the. That's funny because it's about his dad. And, and well, that's what's why. Yeah. Okay. And there's a great scene. Don't where tell Tony. Don't. Oh, okay. No, please. Well, no, I say it no. doesn't spoil anything. Please don't it, though. It, I'm it, so it, close it, to finishing. Okay. Just let's leave it right there. That's we will funny. do an entire podcast. Discussing the show in the movie, I'm gonna have to rewatch some of the later episodes because I kind of, I, I kind of don't remember the last season at all, really. I think you have it. You just have it like of what order it happens is a little off, and that's not a problem. I don't well, want to talk. I, I, the last season to me wasn't that great, so maybe that's why I don't really love it as much as the first like five seasons or whatever it was. I would say season two and three were my favorites. Yeah, I would say that's true for me too. Yeah, the mother's two, gone. Two strong, Christopher yeah. takes over, and he has this lot of problems with aid, and I, I yes, liked all that shit. And he starts fucking yeah, that. Furio, you get to see Furio's what's her name naked, character. who I had a crush on since I was a fucking teenager. Who the redhead girl? The redhead girl. What is her name? She plays the Hollywood agent, or the you know works for John Favreau. Oh, oh, is she naked? I can't remember if she got naked that one or not. Yeah. There's some shots. I'm not a I'm not a D girl. Yeah, it's the episode yeah, is titled D girl. I think D-girl, it's 304 yeah. or something like that. 
Yeah, I always think that, I always felt like that was a second season episode. No, I think it's a, it's a later. It's a third. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more. It's way. It's late into it. I think and it's three oh four. And then Christopher kills uh, Tim Daly. I just saw that one. That was that was horror. I, I hated that. I was like, oh, I think I, Chris is off. I hated Christopher. I was just like, no. what a piece of shit Christopher is. I hate that character. I w- that's why when it happened when he actor. died, I go, it makes sense now. But the problem is Tony didn't know any of that. That's what bothered me. No, I was like, that's actually lazy knew, writing. Yeah, well, he knew he'd be a he'd kill that kid because that's why they cut that, that. There's that scene where he sees the baby the baby seat has no. the stick in it, and that's what triggers him. It's like you know what. He's gonna kill that kid if I don't take care of this now. And but it was he was already killing him before he saw that. He was already going. Was he? And he goes. And then he sees the crib. Yeah. And then but he then he has a it. he has a scene where he go. We'll talk about this on the live show. No, we right, need to, right, we need right. to stop. All right. So. Um. I. That's I, a sneak peek of next week's episode. No, the, I, my next note is I hate the camera work. Oh, in the car, they the they life. almost hit the girl. They drive her to the right, hospital. Yeah, they, swerve, they swerve, and she's in the middle of the road, and she's like, ah. "But what cracks me up is like how they don't believe she's pregnant." And then she tells the story like something uh, impregnated her, and they don't believe her. They like, she's crazy, and literally, the fucking baby ate the camera, <laughs> ate, ate, <laughs> ate the, the sonogram. The... Eats the sonogram. Camera. What's, well, what's it called? Not like, sonogram, but well, that was weird. Ultrasound, the... ultrasound, ultrasound. Yeah, eats the ultrasound camera. Or whatever. <laughs> chumpa chumpa. It, it spits it out. <laughs> it's like bad. literally, and it's like what? I was like, and they what? go. And this guy. We'll be right back. Stay we'll calm. Right. We'll be right back. Something's, something's not right here. They go. The they go this far the out of frame. Yeah. That bitch is fucked. She's just she's crazy. Fucked. And, then, and then there's that scene where she's like. Six months pregnant or nine months pregnant. He goes, yeah. "Oh shit, she's got. You gotta have the baby now. We can't cut it out of you. So you gotta come to term and get take the baby out of you." So my wife walks in, oh, and no. the first thing she hears is when that baby. The sudden she's like, she goes from like two and a half, three months pregnant to eight months pregnant in like right, a, yeah. in the cut. Yeah. So the first thing she hears in the movie is the doctor going, "Oh shit." When she's nine months pregnant, and she goes, she starts laughing. She's like, "What?" She goes, he, he, "She didn't know. He didn't know she was pregnant." And I go, "No, no, no. it's. A, I was out in the woods and I fucked the baby. Is what my guess was, and that's exactly what the fuck happened. Only she was on a swing set. Well, she got fucked by a demon. That's basically. But I, in my, you know, I didn't know what it was yet. So I go, right. "Well, you know, I, I, you know, I was out hanging out and I was had a couple beers and I fuck Satan and I went back and." I, Oh, sorry, what do you let me backtrack? Yeah, I was hanging out by the swings. Oh, no, the other part, yeah, I fuck Satan. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, I'm sick with that part. And she's like, yeah, he totally came up inside me with his demon seed. Oh, literally, yeah, <laughs> moves on, rode it like a fucking, like a bronco, fucking bronco hurricane. All right, so here's why I go, I hate the cinematography. Oh, let me. Oh, there's. there's... When they actually arrive there, so should I fast forward? Um, yeah, go for it. I don't think show. Oh, it's before he gets out of the car, though. This part. Fuck it. Yeah, because then you find out Ron Perlman's her father, and he's like a nut, just nut, and he All right. has a restraining order on Watch. him because the. Apparently, he's like a 
shows up with a gun to the abortion clinic every once in a while, and they don't well, go into they detail. Never, they never, they never explain that. They I'm just, fine with it. Which is whatever. It didn't bother me because I figured, yes, he's 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 the. And they didn't go. I was glad they didn't go like total bananas with with him being a religious nut. They yes. didn't go too far with it. With that, I was glad about that because like, okay. And they kind of made everybody kind of have their their reasonings for it, so they weren't all crazy. But then they turned crazy, and that's what ruined the movie or ruined the episode. Because when Ron Perlman, before he's like, I, I don't want to hurt you, Doc. I don't want to hurt anybody. And then he gets the doctor, and he cuts open his butt. He gives him a he gives him a vagina in his taint, and he sucks everything out of him with the. He gives him pills. an anal abortion. Yeah, but now he cuts open. He cuts him open more because he doesn't have a hole. Remember, he says, "I'm gonna have to give you a new hole, Doc." And so they do. And it's just like that's such a weird scene because the whole point of that character is to get his daughter, and then he spends two hours brutally murdering the doctor, which comes out of nowhere. It's just like, well, that's not like you're gonna tell me this guy changed in ten seconds. It's just like for what? Just to have that really gross weird murder sequence like death sequence it's like eh it was just a little too much it's, it was a little too graphic it's fucking stupid yeah it's, it comes out of nowhere it's lazily made yeah I don't know one person's name I don't I no. other than like loose motivations and, and the yeah. fact that he's like he thinks he's talking to God Ron Perlman does but in fact he's it, talking to this, this demon he's talking to the demon and he, and he realizes at the end and he feels Which bad was about a, it Twist, I guessed, when he mentioned talking to God. Well, that's the th- yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, yeah, that's what it is. Because that's a trope that's been done so many times. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a bad version of... Actually, okay, here's how bad this trope is. I just went, what other movie does it remind me of? Oh, this movie. Oh, it's a John Carpenter movie. I just realized that all right now when we were talking about this. It reminds yeah. me of... So, it's obviously Assault and Pursuit 13. That's the main reference of this. The thing you mentioned... And then it's clearly, um, what the fuck is the name of that movie from 90? Prince, Prince of Darkness? Prince or? of Darkness. Yeah. Where it has that kind of like fucking with their mind shit. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it, it, it's, I, it's the thing in visual only, uh, because yeah. of the monster. It's just, but it's, it's kind of designed like the thing. Like, eh. And I love the fact that it says visual effects by, here's the first time I've seen this, Gregory Nicotera. And I was like, oh, shit, Gregory. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This is when you were fancy highfalutin, Greg Nicotera. Okay. Hi, Greg. Okay. Okay. Here's the cinematography I hate. God, why is it so long and drawn out? It's when they actually arrive there and they're trying to get out of the car. That's it. Right. But I was like, stop it. Are you watching? This feels like a the lowest of low budgets right here. Watch this. Oh, it's low. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Watch everything from budget. here on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. It's just so I hate like it. it's the act. It's literally the, the guy in the cam- back of the camera who's holding it with one hand, going, right. "Oh fuck, you stopped too quick." That's what that is. It's not. It's not like a, a child of children of men, where it's that. No. Yeah, you no, don't have that no. perfect in the back. Not at all. I'm not. No. There's a. It, 
So, so we know that's the perfection of backseat camera camera working. This is the worst. So somewhere in the middle is where they should have met. And like, let's do that again, where I know what you're gonna do, maybe. Right. And we'll plan accordingly. No, they have one take apparently, and it looks like shit. They get out and there's a red van at the gate, and then they're like, "You gotta back the fuck up." No, no, he's supposed not supposed to be here. They never explain why, or they don't explain why for a while. Then eventually the, the security guard is forced to go out, and it's Ron Perlman. He's like, you have my daughter in there, and then your abortion clinic, your women's health services, which is on screen right now. Let me show that. Like, so like it's you. an abortion clinic that looks like a marijuana flag in front. <laughs> I don't know what else you call that. Right, yeah. Look at this. What do you call that? <laughs> it looks like a marijuana symbol. It's, it's, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. silly, man. Lincoln County me- Women's Medical Services, man. We get, dude. I'm trying to help some, you, man. Kush, the Kush has got some good Kush, man. Oh man. I was salivating at the sativa, and man, fucking. I don't remember. Should she like had a baby or not? I don't, I don't know. Did you kill my my security guard? Bummer. <laughs> Did you shoot that guy in the head in like a really bad CGI effect? And his like, and then you show him later, and his head is intact. That's I great. Like, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That's the, great. The whole, um, <laughs> Ron Perlman's like, hey, I'll go get my three redneck as fuck sons, and we'll we'll storm this place. I wouldn't even go that far. They were not redneck at all. They were they looked like they were from fucking Seattle. Yes, but the way the younger child spoke is redneck. So okay, the other two were fine. You're right, but the youngest brother's like. Pa, I don't know if I can do this, Pa. No, I didn't say Pa. He says Daddy. It was still, Daddy. I don't know if I can do this. I'm not made of you. Whatever you guys are made of, I'm not made of. And he's the only one who kills I anyone in this entire yeah, thing. Yeah, because everyone else gets shot and murdered, except for the one son who lives, and just because he was like, "Fuck this." For eh? hello. So. They invade the place, they have a plan, and then they kill the security guard, and then they, like, have the next ten minutes of the episode shooting all the security guards we never see, we never see outside. Cause you no, hear... they're, they don't shoot, they just shoot up the, 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 the door and come in. They no. Don't shoot anybody else. Oh, you are wrong. No, they don't, they don't shoot anybody else. No, listen off screen. No, they're shooting the doors. No. So you hear one gunshot where they kill the security guard, and then it's like, yeah. Really? I don't remember that. He's like, you want to go out there? Go right ahead. It's like, who are they shooting out there now? I don't know. There wasn't anybody. Yeah. Watch this. So, so nobody's dead yet. This is just all preamble. But you got the family in there waiting for a legitimate abortion. Where is it? It's right about here-ish. Right after... It's when the actual takeover happens. It's, God damn, this is so far into this. Here comes the three Hick brothers. He kills the security guard, and then it... Alright, here we go. Listen to this. So the security guard's already dead. So listen to these gunshots. That's why I was sitting there watching going, Who the fuck are they shooting out there now? Dwayne Bursell, isn't it? Worst acting ever. He's finally done it. This is because of his daughter, isn't it? Get everyone back to the exam bay now. You and Jones stay back there, too. Hey. 
By the way, John Carpenter's son, who he constantly tours with now, did the fucking music. Yeah, Cody, Cody Carpenter. My wife sits down. She hears that line I said about the, oh, God, after the, after the birth of, what the fuck? And she's like, I was like, oh, no, she's nine months, but she's actually really like a week and a half pregnant. Demon yeah. baby, you get it. And she Demon goes, she's baby. watching, she's like, this fucking music. They go, oh, I agree with you. So her only negative comment really was against the music. So Cody Carpenter, sorry, man, but. Wasn't a fan. Look, whatever's going on here has nothing to do with my family. We're going to leave. Okay, listen. Oh, really? You want to go out? Security guys are already dead, mind you. Out there right now? Right. Like I said, get to the exam bay now. They're shooting. But there's like one more gunshot after this. I don't want to keep playing because I can't listen to that fucking music. Like, well, they're supposed to fucking drop... Molly and dance? I don't know what he's thinking here with the music. Dick is silent. Well, I'm, re- I'm reading the reviews on IMDb. Well, nothing, any- n- nothing interesting on here, trivial. Do you get the main one for eight? For eight? The main, the main IMDb one. Let me screen share here. Oh, the assault on abortion clinic 13. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, is that really a comment? Because I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody put oh, that Oh, let me, let me share my screen here of my notes. Because right here, Assault on Abortion Lab 13. God damn yes. it. <laughs> Someone else wrote that. that. Yeah, so, so they wrote that years ago. <laughs> I wasn't surprised because it's, it's clear. Yeah, yeah. But I did see this one. Uh, let me switch over to this. Uh, okay, so this person put 8 out of 10. Where is it? Born Shit, this is Emmanuel Vagieri girls in 114 things. She works a lot. Wow, she's in a ton of stuff. Jack, she's in a lot of stuff there, honey. Fuck it, God going back. damn it, honey. Okay, fun and gory, not the mess some say. Look, I went down with this low with low expectations given things I've read about within the internet community. But I'll be damned if this isn't one of the most fun in MOH episodes. What does MOH mean? Masters of Horror. Thank you. Uh, it is, however, the type you have to make sacrifices for. You have to switch off your logic and be willing to overlook some plot holes and cover your eyes for an occasional poorly delivered line. But man, this is definitely a Carpenter film. It has all his trademarks all over it, more than cigarette burns. Wow. This has the look, the sound, the gloss, and grime of a Carpenter movie. I love it because it has all the basic elements of other films and is basically an awkward cut and uh, paste the best of assembler. But what the hey, it's a ball. It is funny with a nice score, although I can't understand why so many, many have issues with it. It features some great effects. One of which is genuinely unnerving toward the end and a combination of practical effect and CGI. CGI. Trust me. Continues from there, but I can't read the rest. Interesting. This guy fucking loved it. I guess. So comparatively to Cigarette Burns, I wish we were watching Cigarette Burns again. Oh, and guess what? The girl in this movie, Emmanuel Vagir, she did an episode of Beyond Belief Factor Fiction 2002. There you go. <laughs> Caitlin Walks, I looked up. Walks, W-A-C-H-S, whatever. She plays the pregnant lady. 
Yes. She was in uh, The Profiler, Shiloh 2. She was in, her last movie that she was in in 2014 was called The Hungover Games. A spoof Ooh. of the, the Hangover and The Hunger Games. Ouch. And that was the last thing she was in. That was what year? 2014. Ouch. Ouch. The, the uh, Emmanuel Van Vagir still works. She, she's got 114 credits. She's got a, three upcoming projects. She works quite a bit. And she's basically the nurse that helps the guy from generic 2000 movies. Caitlin retired from acting in 2014. Today she works as a production assistant. That's terrible. Production assistant? That, no, that's, you didn't retire from acting. They stopped asking you. Her thing since then, The Meltdown with Jonah Kamel. Okay, I like those two guys. She was working in The Meltdown in LA, the comic shop. CBS Sports, Tween Fest, Swedish Dicks. 2017, hey. that was five years ago. Ouch. She has not been in anything since then. Mm. It's it's an overblown story with not enough information as to what's happening. So it ends up being just assault on uh, abortion lab thirteen. It's it's That's all it is. What it is. Yeah. And then Ron Perlman has like some fake religious excuses, like I, I want to stop you. God told me to stop you. I don't want to kill anyone else, like you said. I don't want to kill anyone else. God doesn't want that. Wait, no. I'm going to shove this up your asshole in a new hole, actually, yeah. and sh- and pull an unborn baby out of it, which you cannot have, out of your, your weird new hole I created. And that's what it's God just, wants. It's very strange. It's fucking stupid. It's very, very strange choice. Of, very bad choice of words. Very strange things. Stranger things. Stranger things. We have 12 new comments. I can't wait to see what these are. Oh, my God. They're really... Yeah. Cheapest Tinder just for sex. Cheapest Tinder just for sex. Oh, I can't even keep up. Man. Block you. Yeah, I did wow, it. Emmanuel Vagir works a lot. Good for her. And the guy, generic man from 2002, he has a filmography of 65 credits. The last thing he was in was Homosexuals as Social Media Tragedy. Yes, he does in 2022. It's this year, though. Hey, though, uh, that, he was in yeah. Power Power Book 2, Ghost. Yeah, something. It must be a star show or something. It is. Yeah. There's like so five of those fucking shows now. Yeah. It's like Power Book 4. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, he's What are we doing? Are you the fucking Bible? What are we doing? He was in Prison Break. He was in Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later. That was a fun series. Hey, there you go. Like There's Jackie. He's five episodes in there. Right, speaking of Sopranos. Yeah. Yep. I'm right where you are. The Hustler. A lot of TV. A lot of TV, this guy, obviously, because he's a TV guy. Three pounds. The West Wing. Defiance. I do wow. recognize that guy from something. I just don't care. Uh, Caroline in the yeah. City. Eight episodes of Caroline in the City. Let's just say it's that. Yeah. Silence. Love it. I was just thinking. I'm looking at that gap too. So, okay. So, the, oh, five more comments. Sorry. After I blocked them. We have, yeah, here we go. Um, stop jerking cheaper than Tinder. 
Okay, yeah, good. Even though I blocked them already, they're still commenting. Great. Good job, YouTube. You fucking hacks. Well, Fuck YouTube. Fuck tube. I want you to fuck me, Larry. It's a bomb! It's a bomb! It's a bomb! He's got a bomb! Oh, man. Okay, so... I have, a, I have a tattoo of something on my ass if you're interested. She's trying to break in there. Uh, meanwhile, the the hero and the, the heroess of the, of the episode are trying to help this girl who's 15 and given birth. She's only a week and a half or two weeks pregnant, whatever she says. But meanwhile, her stomach is growing out of control. So they, they decide, oh, fuck, she has to give birth. She gives birth to a demon. The demon is crawling around. Um, and then suddenly her, the demon's father comes out of the ground and starts killing people, including Ron Perlman and the, uh, one of the brothers. Uh, I think it was a younger yeah. brother. No, but, uh, both of them. Whatever. They're dead. They, they all die off screen. That's the thing that sucks. It's like, oh god, I want to see it, but they don't. They don't show anything. They don't show shit. Because I guess they can't afford it. Because they put all their time and effort in that big monster suit. Gregory Nicotera. He was probably dressed up in that suit. I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-mm. We'll be surprised. Uh, they all die. They show the demon baby. It's hilarious how cheap this yes. second thing is. Yes, it is. It's clearly, like I said, Sid from uh, Toy Story. It's clearly a doll head. On the yes. body, uh, she she pulls a gun. She's like, come here, come here. And if you don't know what's going to happen from here, I, I feel bad for you, but you're dumb as shit. I'm trying to find yeah. the clip of the baby showing up. It's got to be right here where she actually shoots it. Because here's Ron Perlman, about to die, off screen. Therefore, yeah, he did he screen. die? I don't know. It was you. Come here, baby. Dead. Come to mommy. It's alright. Don't be scared. Please come here. Please. I'm pausing in case showtime is litigious. I was alive. Please. Well, she was like, hey, father in law. Hey, dad. I'm so sorry. Can I call you dad? I'm sorry, man. Can I call- can I call you dad? I know we weren't technically married, but in Satan that counts. Come on, guys. It sucks like Beetlejuice. If you, if you pull them down from the swing set, which are swinging Come and impregnate them, that's called marriage in my country. Come on, I have a I have a CD player for a head or a film canister here in my in my ear. What are, what are we looking at here? Oh, I don't know. I play my eight uh, millimeter film in which Nick Cage has to track it down, see if it's legitimate. But it's real. This is the villain of the piece. Yes. That's it. That's really all you have to see. She shoots it in the head and it goes, and the demon comes in and goes, "Ah," and walks out of the room like, oh, my baby. The government took my baby. The government took my home. It's terrible. It literally it's walks out of the room and she's like, good. nobody worries. And there's like, all right, the demon's gone. And then our heroes are like ducked behind in the other room the whole episode. And they go, oh, we're safe now. And they leave. And that's over. I, I guess. We, we never really see that, but sure. We see them come out. 
It's this right here. Where? They're like, entire time, they're like in the other room while Ron Perman and her brothers are in the room with them. And they wait until everyone dies. And they're like, <laughs> alright, we're good. We're safe now. See? Oh, we're yeah. safe now. We're right here. The whole I'm time. I'm covered in demon spunk. They were literally hiding right here. Where my mouth yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Behind a plate. That whole episode. Windows. And now they're like, oh, hey. I'm not Rose McGowan. Or, uh, what's her fucking name from those Disney movies? What the fuck is her name? I can never think of her goddamn oh, name. Oh, um, not Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Angelique, are you okay? I'm not Peter Fascinelli, don't worry. God's will is done. John Carpenter directed this. This is his son dildoing around on a piano. Yeah, it's annoying. It's terrible music. I'm sorry, I, I like John Carpenter and his son's music, but this is fucking terrible. Yeah, just very, very bland. It's bland as fucking boring. Yeah, I like Cigarette just... Burns more. Yeah, I do too. This is so fucking boring. I gave this one a five. Oh, you were kinder than I was. I give it a four. Really? Yeah, well, five is middle of the road humdrum. I laughed at certain parts, so... With it or against it is the question. Well, I guessed it, but I thought it was funny in some parts. Like, okay, that's kind of goofy. Just that part where the where the dad goes, you fucking stupid bitch, shut your fucking mouth. That was where the five star comes in. Oh, I can find that, that clip. That, that yeah, go go to the part where and when the nurse says, "How dare you slap your child who's pregnant? Why don't you punch her in the stomach? You should kill that baby easier." It's during the most like tense scene where these uh, school shooters, these Columbanians, are coming in, and they still take Tam out of the movie to go, "Don't hit your daughter." Oh, shit's before this, isn't it? Where the Ooh. fuck does that come in? It's so random that it's hard to guess. Yeah, it's before they get shot in the head. It's before he gets shot in the head, obviously. Well, clearly. <laughs> well, one part, they're sitting they're sitting down in the waiting room, and he, there's a funny part, and he's like, he tries to smack her, and they stop him. He tries to smack her like three or four times in the episode before he gets his head blown off. It's pretty funny. But it's that weird humor. It's just this... Really strange. It's just tonally this this episode. This it's a very strange episode. It's just like I don't know. It was it was very not good. I want to show this, but I good. literally cannot find it. I've gone back and forth five times now. It, no, I give up. I don't give a shit. We all know what you're talking about, and I agree. It's yeah. the nurse is like, you don't hit your pregnant daughter. And suddenly yeah. that security guard comes in. He's like, yeah, man, don't do that. And then it, the, the family leaves. And then it cuts back to later when the demon comes out of the ground. And they see those that nurse and the do, and the security guard and another nurse. Yeah. And then he just goes, ha! And yeah. grabs that security guard. And then, ah, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. No, he goes, he goes the, the, the floor is ripped open yeah. in front of him. And he goes right to it. He falls in. wonder what that's all about. Just stupid. I'm like, a dumbass. Dumb. 
It was pretty funny. I laughed at that too. That's another laugh moment. But it's not good. No, it was it's bad. That's like... why I laughed. It was just like, okay, this is not very good. I'm not enjoying it when I'm laughing. I'm just going, oh, John, why I did really you? Wish... Like it's. It felt more to me. It was a slight more against the production than it was against John himself. Mm-hmm. Because clearly he can handle this sort of script. He did it with his first movie. His first actual movie that was out of college, you know? Assault and Precinct 13. He fucking did this script. And this was, we have zero dollars. You hire uh, three actors and you give them all a cup of coffee. And good luck filling out the rest of the 12 roles. It's, and it's Ooh. like, uh, why, why, Mick? Why am I doing this? And it's like, oh, it's an experiment. The cheapest one-time 18-plus dates. Thank you, Naked HD. How many times I got to block your ass? I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> it's just the bots, that's all. They were from Russia. What are you going to do? But yeah, I, I'm, I'm done. This episode was just so goofy to me. And so the whole message is... There's a reason why Massive Horror, the, the, the show was on for two seasons. Because they never really delivered on anything. They're all kind of lame. There's maybe two or three interesting episodes, and the rest are just like meh. Well, fucking Dario Argento did some episodes. Like, yeah, how do you fuck you know. this up? No, yeah. I, I'm in the opposite. I'm like, he's he's kind of a master of the of the genre. How do you fuck this up when you have him involved? Oh, uh, Toby you, Hooper. I just, I, oh yeah, I've seen ninety percent of Toby Hooper's work. I no, I'm sorry. no, I, I agree, I but. Yeah. Unless I, I feel the same way about Wes Craven, honestly. I like if he, three Wes Craven movies. The rest I don't give a shit about. Yeah. And I love Wes Craven. As a person, I, mean, I miss him. I'm, I'm, I wish he was still alive and making movies, but as a I filmmaker, him, I kind of yeah. watch him and I go, yeah, you got three movies, and the rest are pure garbage. Sorry, Wes. They're making screams <laughs> without you, and it. Eh. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. You gave it a five. I gave it a four. It is my least favorite Carpenter directed thing so far. I'm making a list, an ongoing list. It's at the yeah, bottom I would of agree the list. That. I would, it's it's just, below it's Ghost of Mars, which is sad. Oh, that is sad. But we got five more episodes to go. Oh. Technically oh, four. But yeah. Captain Voyeur will be a literally like a ten minute episode because it's a, it's a short from college. But he directed it, so I'm counting it. We have five more to go, and then we're gonna do our rankings, uh, one through thirty one, I think it is twenty. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know, but I'll send you the list and everything, so you know what we're ranking. Mm. Just stuff he directed. Mm. I don't care what it is, but. I'm looking forward to that episode more than I am our next episode, which is Assault on Precinct 13, and then Starman, and then Memoirs and Invisible Man, and then his first thing, Captain Voyeur, and then his last thing, The Ward. We're going mm -hmm. all over the place. Ugh, The Ward. So that years ago, and I'm really not looking forward to seeing it again. Well, it was right up there with uh, Sam... Sam uh, what was that movie he did? Uh, 
Sam, Sam Raimi's movie <sighs> in the with the it's like a it was about bulim, uh, bulimic being bulimic. Mm. What the fuck is that movie called? Into hell, drag me to hell, drag me to hell. So drag me to hell and the ward are very similar. They're like both the fucking worst movies. Oh man! But anyway. No, Jack Hill was good. The Sam Raimi movie? No, it was bad. The CG. You don't like Jack Hill? Oh my god! Oh, ah, I forget because it's so goofy. I don't like, like I said, I don't like Sam Raimi as much as you. Do. Bitch, like that's the the goat that talks back to the car. You bitch. The word was obvious as shit how it was gonna end, and now it's my it'll be my third time watching it when we do this, but and I know the ending because I watched it once. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, but we'll get to that yeah. here in episode 30. All right, so LIWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube, LIW Studios on YouTube, also LIW Anthology Pod on Twitter. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. He's dick, 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 dick it. it. So long, citizens. He's pulling a Frank right now. Bye bye.